We have two stadiums and seven theaters and about 14 restaurants adjacent to each other. In fact, it's actually the best-selling entertainment district in the country. It outsells Times Square. How, how do you quantify that? Per capita or? Per attendance and gross sales. And yes, we count the stadiums. And, and we're still talking been, five years ago it was that way? Yes. Okay. Yeah, but no one was putting the puzzle pieces together because it was so fragmented. No one was looking at the totality or potential of it as a district. They were looking at it as individual venues and their participation in them. So I said, well, if we collaborate all of these together, well, you've got yourself Times Square. But we have to create the perception And so to create that perception, we have to leave our bunker mentality and begin to work together. And so that's what you're seeing now. If you come off that exit, you're going to see beautiful lamps and beautiful sidewalks. And the music hall, you know, has a a renovated canopy and whole new uh, storefront. And the DAC has that beautiful rooftop, you know, garden and all of their restaurants. And so um, I think that led to uh, what we're about to talk about would be today. In that first five years of your tenure at Music Hall, tell me what you think your greatest accomplishments were. We took a stand, and we had education programs working, but we moved our education skewed young. And that kind of follows um, uh, what I was saying earlier. I just wanted a fair shake, so I felt that we needed to start from the beginning. So we developed all of our education programs with pre-K four, five, six years old, we work in the classroom as part of the curriculum to prepare them for, say, the Very Hungry Caterpillar. And we'll expose all of these ideas that are inside that book. And then at the end of the curriculum, we bring them to the music hall and they watch the Very Hungry Caterpillar come alive. And we're talking about close to 20,000 kids a year. And during that first five years, do you feel like you really upped the game in terms of adult performances? Try to be reflective of the community. And so a lot of that reflection came in very cutting-edge artists that you've never heard of before. So now we went into this diversity programming thing, and we went into this education thing, and then it was um, just sort of the slow building of awareness. Like, wow, this is getting cool, this music hall. I, I keep end up going to this music hall, and I just didn't think I would. And then the jazz cafe opened. We converted the lower level of the music hall, which was kind of the coat check concession area, into a jazz cafe. And then that became a monster. I mean, the jazz cafe is open all the time, and it is a really hot place to be. And then very recently, we're like, well, you know, what else could we do to, to draw in the youth? Well, what happens if we put a nightclub on the roof of the music hall? That's what we did. We built a nightclub on the roof of the music hall. And boy, it, I mean, it was turnkey. The day we opened, we were packed. And we've been packed every time we opened that door. So that tells me that there's this pent-up demand where, again, those third generations, they want to come downtown because that's really um, much more sophisticated and we're getting out of our provinciality and, and, and we don't have to go to New York or Toronto to, to be sophisticated and cool. We can actually go downtown. Why? Because we gave you a place. In that area downtown, what changes have you seen? There is now a realization and awareness that Madison has two stadiums. It has seven theaters adjacent to each other, soon to be three stadiums. It's extraordinary. The state has kind of rallied behind that. Even the um, the federal government has rallied around that. Like, here is your city center. 